On today's podcast, we have Patricia May Olson. She is the host of the Preppy Podcast and also the founder and director of Peaked PR. Join me today as we celebrate Patricia. Hey, it's totally my fault because I was on Instagram and then I see Canvas Style launch new bamboo jewelry and I'm like <laughs> obsessed with it. So then I had a post about it. So I was really helping you out. <laughs> no worries. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing it. You'll see it because it, I, <laughs> I was literally just like, oh, Canvas Style. Oh, I love their stuff. Thank you the so much. The bamboo for- pieces are so beautiful. They look really luxurious and like much more pricey than what they actually cost the bamboo ones. Everything that yeah. they have, the pictures don't ever do it justice. <laughs> when I got my first box in the mail and I opened it up, I was so excited and ever I just squealed at everything because it looks so much nicer. Yes. And it feels good. And the bags are high. Qu- I mean, everything was just really, really, I was very impressed. Oh, God. So, that makes well, me so other- happy. Yeah. Otherwise I just, I mean, I wouldn't, Oh, thank you. Nice. <laughs> no, I, I literally told three clients yesterday at my appointments. Cause I was wearing, of course, canvas style. And I was like, Oh my gosh, do you like my necklace? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me tell you where I got it from. Here you go. And so, yes. So how are you doing this morning? Are you awake I'm, yet? Yeah, I'm good. I uh, already Pelotoned and got done some emails. So I am, you know, on, on the right track this morning. <laughs> Where are you located? Um, I'm in the Philadelphia area. Yesterday when I woke up, there were some snow flurries. So today at least the sun's shining and there's no flurries, but it is chilly. Where are you originally from? You're not, are you from Philadelphia? I am. Yes. That always surprises everyone, but I am third generation, like went to the same high school as my parents and my grandfather. Um, Everyone always thinks I'm Southern though. My parents uh, have a house in South Carolina and my mom's side of the family is down there, but. So that's where you get your little Southern flair from. Yes, exactly. But you're just really more preppy. You just like the natural, like traditional classic aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. And I say, you know, Tory Birch is from this area too. So there are some people that lean towards, you know, the same color palette and those classic traditional designs um, up here. I don't think everyone realizes that. They think, you know, the North is a little bit more um, avant-garde or black and white and not as colorful, but there, there's a pocket of it. <laughs> there is a pocket of it. Colors are not just within zones. I mean, there are colors within different states or different houses that people are are attracted to, but there are preppy people outside of the South. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there is New York. I mean, hello. There's tons of preppy people, even though like what you said, people might associate it with everybody wearing black, but I'm so excited to have you here and I'm really grateful for the opportunity and uh, thank you for reaching out to me and connecting us and connecting me with your people. Of course. No, thank you so much for doing that. And, you know, sharing everyone's story. I really appreciate that. Well, I'm, I don't do it unless I like the stuff, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm really picky and, but fortunately you have really good taste. Oh, thank you. So that helps. What I want to know, I really want to know more about you. And I also want to know your journey into what you're doing now. Like, how did you get here and what led you to starting your own PR firm? What went on in your head? Because the things that you're doing come so naturally for me just as a cheerleader 
or party planning and stuff. And I was going over your website and I thought, well, nobody educated me on a PR firm or marketing or advertising in college. I don't know. Maybe my life would have been different had I had more information about what a field of study even was. Yeah. So I, um, luckily I had a family friend, uh, when I was in high school, kind of steer me in the direction of PR. She worked in PR at Deloitte. Uh, she traveled all over the world with them. And growing up, I was never the best student. I'll be honest in middle school and high school. I just did not see the point of it. And I hated math and science and all of that, but I, I was a good writer. Uh, so when she saw that, she realized I, I could have a career in communications. So she sort of directed me towards the PR track. So I went and studied at Immaculata University, which is a small, small Catholic school here in the Philadelphia suburbs. It's like 30 minutes from where I grew up. Um, and I, at that time, I had every intention of transferring to another school eventually. Um, I kind of just went there because, A, it was one of the places I got in because, like I said, I wasn't a great student in middle school or high school. Um, and B, it had a fashion program and also the communications program. So I think like a lot of people, I didn't want to fully commit to fashion because I didn't know what that would look like as a career, if that would limit my options. Um, and I'm sure my parents thought that as well. Uh, so it was nice because Immaculata had both of those options, whereas a lot of schools, if they have the communications track, then it's more of um, a liberal arts school. And if they have more of the, the fashion track, then it's more of um, either just an art school or a business school, and they don't have the communications um, degree. So it kind of worked out. I, I went there. I went in majoring in communications and minoring in fashion merchandising. Um, and then as I went along, you know, I, I really enjoyed all of my studies. I loved my professors. Um, I loved what I was learning and I was really good at it. I was, you know, taking 18, sometimes 20 credits in a semester um, and getting straight A's. Whereas before, like I said, I was an awful student. So what changed for you in the learning process? And when you were in middle school and high school, because your description of you is exactly my daughter. She is a wonderful writer and mathematics. She's in special ed for, and she is, I mean, it, it just gives us, it gives us so much trouble. Fortunately, yes. we have a, a access to help, but as somebody that went through that, what can you tell me as a parent to help me help my daughter? Cause my goal for her is I just want her to graduate high school. Like, let's just get you through high school. So you're telling me there's hope. Yes, exactly. I, you know, I think finding what her interests are really helped. My parents always knew that I, I loved fashion. Um, I worked in boutiques always growing up. So it, I, it's not like I was just a complete bum and didn't like school, but I, I, they realized that I had this entrepreneurial spirit or that I, I really loved fashion. And it wasn't just that I liked shopping. I loved learning about it and um, going to museums when exhibits were going on. So I think finding out what she really is interested on and leaning into that and realizing, you know, a career in accounting isn't for everyone. My right. parents also were really good about, they made me do like flashcards and math worksheets all the time, which I hated them for at the time. There are so many times I was crying and screaming, but looking back, 
you know, it, it was important that I, I got through high school to be able to then go to college and now excel at my career. Yes, because she tells everyone she's an author and an illustrator and an artist. And she is, but she so badly wants to publish a book and I just don't know where to begin. And she's a fabulous writer and she's so, and she's so good. I mean, obviously she's a child. She needs direction. She needs help and guidance with edits and things like that, but she really is a good storyteller. And I just come up empty handed and just hearing you say what a struggle math was for you and knowing where you are now in life gives me so much hope as a mom going, okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Definitely. And, you know, I had written for um, our local newspaper. uh, I think it might have been when I was a senior in college or my freshman year of high school, but they had heard about blogs. And so they wanted to create blogs. Uh, So I got sort of recruited and accepted to write a blog for my local newspaper. So I think that's another good thing to look into as well is if there are local magazines or newspapers that she could go and sort of, you know, do an informal internship or um, write or, or help with in some way. And, you know, just finding obviously that's her interest is writing and she's really talented at that. So how can you uh, help her with that? So then you went to, so you went to college and you got your degrees mm-hmm. and how did you, and the, that woman was helping you get into your line of work or she just guided you into. Yeah. So um, while I was in college, I had a lot of internships. Um, I entered at larger firms, smaller ones, um, firms that strictly focused on PR, firms that were healthcare, but then had a PR department. So I got a lot of experience while I was there. I um, also wrote for my school newspaper and was president of the fashion club. So I, I built my resume up so that when I graduated, I had a lot to lean on. Um, when I graduated in 2012, I guess it was from college, the economy wasn't great still. So finding a job was a little tough, even though I had all the experience. Um, so I actually picked up a local magazine and in there I saw, um, a local man was, he was young and he was running for a state Senate position. And at that time, you know, it was a big election year and, uh, PR is is a great business to go into in politics as well, I would say. So I thought, you know, I will, I'll help him on his campaign, even if it's part time or just a few hours a week, just to get some more experience while I'm still looking for a job. Um, and then two months after that, though, I think it was probably July, um, I decided to be really proactive. And I tell this to all my interns or anyone who asked me about finding a job. I changed at that time, Twitter was more popular, like Instagram was still so new. Um, I changed all of my social media handles, my LinkedIn, my Facebook, my Twitter, uh, to say that I was a recent graduate looking for a career in PR. And I followed everyone that I knew in the area in any sort of PR communications uh, job. And one woman, she reached back out to me and uh, she was like, you know, we're hiring. Do you want to come in for an interview? So I went in for an interview and I got that job. So my first job was working at the Art and the Age um, as a PR coordinator, which they are um, a a marketing firm, but they also create their own brands within them. So they created, the founder created Hendrix Gin and Sailor Jerry Rum 
and then sold them off. But then we did the PR marketing in-house for them and uh, while he was developing other um, liquor products as well. Do you watch Emily in Paris? I do. I love that show. Okay. <laughs> I was like, are you enjoying it? Because it sounds like something that you could just unwind to. Yes, it's one of my favorites. I, I love her fashion. And I've had a few people be like, she kind of reminds me of you. Yes, ex- yes. And your voice is sweet. Like her <laughs> voice is sweet. So I could see that. Okay, so how did you go from doing that to starting your own PR firm? Yes. Yeah, so um, while I was there, I was freelancing with more fashion and lifestyle clients. Um And eventually I had enough clients under my belt to start my own business. So I was only there, honestly, for a year or two. It wasn't too long. Um, And then I started Peaked PR. And obviously it's been, it didn't happen overnight um, to be where I am today, but it's been really fun and I've enjoyed it. Well, it's very impressive. I mean, you have great brands that you represent and they have they have celebrities use their products and and have pictures with them and have parties and do all the things i mean kathy hilton is such a she's so good at per- supporting women and she's got her hands in a lot mm-hmm. and it's really sweet to see that how did you get connected with- um so i mean i've worked with all sorts of housewives or bravo celebrities um even, you know, real celebrities over the years. It's kind of just, as with any business, who you know, and then who they know, um, and sort of growing your network. Uh, That's really how it came to be with her and with so many other, you know, the Southern Charm Girls, or um, I've even gone to like the MTV Movie Awards gifting suites before. So it's been really fun. (laughs) You're like a celebrity in your own right. Oh, no, I... uh, I'm the, the little worker bee behind it all. <laughs> what is, what do you think is the most rewarding part of your job? So I, um, I love what I do. And I always say what I do is I get to help a brand or an entrepreneur um, or business owner achieve one small bit of their dream. So whether it's, you know, a client like Top It Off that I had in Oprah's Favorite Things this past November, or, you know, it, it's a, a Bravo celebrity endorsing your product or um, a great launch party with lots of sales or new followers, that little piece of the puzzle is getting you that much closer to your dream and your goal. So it's so rewarding. Um, and obviously being around pretty things all the time. Is great. <laughs> I know you can't help it. Yes. <laughs> Do you feel proud of your clients and proud of yourself when those moments happen? Does, I mean, do you feel that as well? Cause they have to feel proud of themselves, you know, being in a magazine, like that's mm-hmm. their hard work. They got in a magazine, but your hard work also got them in the magazine as well. So do you feel a sense of pride? Like oh, it's yeah. part of your baby? Of course. I love, you know, when I get that email back from an editor, writer being like, oh, we love this product. We're going to feature it and, you know, the spring issue or whatever it may be. That still, you know, after all these years is so special. It makes me so happy. How did you, how, how did you even plan a wedding and, <laughs> and do all this? Your wedding is gorgeous. I love, I love the photos. 
And but you you just got married in September, is that right? Or August? Yes, yes, September seventeenth. Um, I am one of those people that I strive under pressure and chaos, and the more that's on my plate, the better I do, honestly. Oh. So, I, COVID was really hard for me when things slowed down, and um, you know, clients pause their contracts or whatever because I had so much time on my hands that I literally did not know what to do, and I started, you know, painting the deck or getting into all sorts of projects. I started my podcast during that. Um, oh yeah. So I'm one of those people that I, I truly do so much better um if I have a lot going on so planning the wedding while it was stressful it it worked really well and I did enjoy it and um it made it all that better did you have somebody help you plan the wedding or did you do everything yourself so I did everything myself (laughs) my mom was a great supporter and she excels with excel sheets unlike me so she was great at that um and then I did have two day of coordinators, events by Renee. Um, they okay. did my day of coordination, which I recommend to anyone. I was going to say, how on earth, how on earth did you, how on earth did you even do it on the day of? <laughs> so I'm glad that's why I was laughing. I was like, you did everything. And you're, do- I mean, because I don't know when you sleep. <laughs> Um, yes, I actually, I love my sleep. So there's other things I feel like I sacrifice instead, but, um, I did have two day, day of coordinators, highly recommend them. Um, and I even, I had a lot of help. I had, um, one of my old interns, actually, I had her, I hired her to take some behind the scenes photos and, um, so that she could upload those on Instagram because I knew everyone had been following along with the process and I wanted to, to fully be, there obviously at the wedding. So I definitely think delegating when you need to is very important. Do you have a favorite client? Is that fair to ask? <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's like picking a, a favorite kid, I feel like, which I don't have kids yet. Um, <laughs> I truly, I love all of them for different reasons. I work with honestly brands and businesses that I love and I wear and I use in my everyday life. So I don't think I have a favorite. They're all, you know, so different and um, complement each other so well. They do. Every once in a while, um, I've sent you a couple of things that I've seen, you know, out in the field and I'll tag you in it just to make you aware of the brand. Mm-hmm. Unknowingly, if you already know about the brand or if you've tried to establish a relationship with them thinking, oh, this is interesting. Like those nightgowns that I saw. I yes. said, I like, I thought, I said, I really like these nightgowns, but I don't like the name of the company. I think it's a <laughs> terrible name. I'm like, yes, you is- need a good name. That's part of the marketing, right? I'm like, you guys could be doing so much better. The name is terrible. <laughs> like this and that nightgowns or something. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Those were cute though. How would somebody, if they wanted to obtain your services, how would they get, get to find out more about that? Yeah. So if you go to peakedpr.com, you can learn all about the services that I offer and, um, you know, past press and everything in between. You can also email me, Patricia at peakedpr.com. And I'm happy to schedule a call and hear what you're looking for and uh, the services I provide and if it's a good fit. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the easiest way. So peakedpr.com, P-I-Q-U-E-D. So peak, like you pique someone's interest. So do you have, I mean, do you tell people, no, I don't want to represent you 
I mean, because you have a you have a brand within you. Yes, yes, of course. So um, there's certain clients, of course, that um, I enjoy working with and work with and want to work with, um, and then others I've had to turn away if it's not a good fit, you know, because I want to work with clients that I truly love and would wear or use, uh, like I mentioned earlier, just because it's, it's a better fit that way. Honestly, it's easier for me to pitch if I truly believe in it. Um, you as a client get more out of it than too, if it's something that, um, I really use and know, know the ins and outs then. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's something out there for everybody. Mm -hmm. So you have more of a preppy traditional aesthetic. And so yes. that's kind of the brands that you represent. Yeah. And so, and, and within the PR firm, what does the PR firm do? I guess we could just, in case yeah. anybody listening doesn't <laughs> understand what all you can do for them, you can host parties. Mm -hmm. You can connect them with business, like with other celebrities to use their products. You can get them in magazines. Mm -hmm. What else? Yes. So that's, you know, PR traditionally is getting your clients in traditional media. So um, newspapers, magazines, TV. Over the years, obviously, with digital, it's grown. So um, we do a lot of influencer marketing as well. So getting influencers products and setting up collaborations, whether they're just gifting or if it's a paid opportunity. Um, and then we do events, as you mentioned. So if a a client has a new uh, product or a launch, we do that often or just host uh, dinners or cocktail parties for influencers or editors uh, for our brands so that they can learn more about them um, and the lifestyle behind the brands. We also help clients a lot with photo shoots. So um, whether it's their seasonal lookbooks or social media images, um, and then we also do social media management um, and I do some consulting too. So, you know, going back to if anyone reached out, some people reach out and they just need um, some consulting just to know if they're going in the right direction or what they need to be doing. Um, and that's an easy way to, to work with me. It's, you know, a more affordable way, but you're kind of set off doing everything on your own. Then I, I tell you what to do, but you're the one to execute it. Yeah, I like consulting. It's my favorite. Yeah. I like to tell people what to do. <laughs> do it. Okay, so you mentioned photography, and I've noticed that you have really great photos, and you have a lot of different ones of you in different outfits. And how do you, do you take the photos yourself? Do you hire a photographer out? And do you have any advice for me or for anybody else, you know, on so how to, like, how to make it work for them on social media because a high resolution photo is completely different than just like having an old cell phone, take your photo and clean your screen, clean your, clean your lenses. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on a rampage for everybody to clean the lenses on their phones. <laughs> um, so most of the time I use a professional photographer. So I hire um, photographers and I do that for clients as well. Um, sometimes with flat lays, I take those for social media. Yeah. So if it's a, a flat lay of a product um, on a basic whiteboard or um, something like that, then I can do that easy enough. I'm, I'm pretty good at styling. Um, so when yeah. we do lookbooks for clients, sometimes we're in Palm Beach, sometimes we did one in, Ken in Kentucky for Canvas. Um, for that, I kind of do all the organization. So hire the photographer 
um, pull together the models, pull together the looks and style them. Um, and then my own social media, uh, Patricia May Olson, formerly preppy publicist, that is sort of my, I have a blog. I've had that blog since college, honestly. Um, that's my own personal account. So on there, I share a mixture of clients, but then also just brands that I love that I might not work with, um, things that I've bought, things that have been sent to me. Um, and for that account, I hire a photographer too. I don't think we talked about this yet. How did you meet your husband? Um, so a very modern love story. We met on a dating app. <laughs> hey, d don't diss those dating apps because my brother and his wife, well, I don't know if they want me to say it, but it doesn't matter. They probably not listening. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> All my siblings have met their spouses on dating apps. I met mine in, in high school, so it doesn't count, but <laughs> I, I have, I mean, and I have lots of friends that have met their spouses through it. It's like the way you do it now. Exactly. No, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. It's just funny. Um, we met on hinge. I, Ooh, I, just, I don't know that one. I think it still exists. I mean, we had <laughs> dated for probably seven years before we got married in September. So it's been a while. Um, seven years, seven years. Yes. It was a long time. <laughs> Did you get two bands? Um, I have a stack here. Okay, good. I, yeah, I have the mindset of buying your own jewelry too, though. <laughs> um, yeah, yes, that's true. I like that too. Yeah, all the stacking. I love it. <laughs> I love to layer up and stack and um, more is more. Yeah, I, I do like that. Um, you mentioned that you travel a lot mm -hmm. for your clients. Do you ever come to Texas? And if you do... You have to call me because I'll come meet you. I'll come support whoever you come down to celebrate or see. So make sure to reach out to me. Because I would love that. Yeah, I, I travel often and um, Canvas style. They're in San Antonio, so I'm there sometimes. Sometimes in Dallas too. Um, so we'll definitely have to get together sometime. Yeah, I mean, I I love traveling. I used to be a flight attendant, and so yes. So getting on an airplane or driving somewhere does not scare me at all and I haven't been to San Antonio in a while and I was just talking to one of my girlfriends and she said hey I think we need to go to San Antonio and she mentioned something I said we should I said two of my three three people that I've been on my podcast are down in San Antonio I said we need to go I need to go say yeah. hi and support them so yeah that's so funny that you said that guys yeah, sometimes you go to Dallas well now you have somebody you can see I love that. And I love that you used to be a flight attendant. I feel like that would be the coolest job. It was really cool. And I was 21 when I got the position oh. and then 9-11 happened not that long after that. Oh. And so it was, you know, when you're young and you don't have mm -hmm. a lot of tools in your toolbox to handle emotional instability mm -hmm. when the world around you is falling apart. And yeah. I'm sure many 20 year olds, 21 year olds felt that way during the pandemic it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's just very overwhelming and it's a lot to process, especially if you have other things that are going on in your private life, mm -hmm. you just aren't equipped to handle it. And so, yeah, I, I just did it right under five years. Okay. So, I know, but my sister works for Southwest airlines and she's a recruiter and yep. she is wonderful. And she knows everybody up there. <laughs> How did you meet, um, Jackson Morgan? Um, Morgan, I'm trying to think how we originally met, you know, I have had their products, um, 
for many years. I think that's probably initially how we met is through my blog and um, Morgan sending me product and me sharing that. And then we just had kept up and, um, and so then eventually, you know, when they were in need of some PR help, they brought me on, but you know, I, I truly can't remember the exact time we met because like I said, we had been working together, um, on my blog for many years. She is darling. She's really sweet. And I'm so glad that you represent that brand because it's a really good brand. And I've had, I've had the creamed whiskey at the say at Southern getaway. And it was Mm -hmm. amazing. I still think about that. And I've gone up to specs, which they don't, they're not in three times. And I've talked to people and I'm like, you need to get this in here. You need to get this. You need to get get it. If you request it. Well, they, you know, you never know how, if people are going to do what you ask them Mm -hmm. to do. So I'm just, every time I go in, I say something and I'm, I told them if you, if I need to buy a minimum, let me know. We have a total wine, but it's not carried at our total wine. You should be able to request it there too. Okay. Well, I'll have to go in there and do it. Okay. How come you dress so cute? You said you've always been into fashion. Mm -hmm. Who gave you that love for fashion? up every Saturday my mom and grandmother and I would go shopping because uh, at that point um, my grandfather's business was really really busy so they'd work on the weekends and my my dad worked for my grandfather too so on the on Saturdays we ladies would go shopping so I think that's where my love for it began and my grandmother um you know, she'd always have scarves and bags and um, accessories that were gorgeous. And I would grow up, she always tells the story of I would pull scarves out of her handbag in the backseat and be like, oh, does this match my mom? Or I even remember as a little kid, when I would sleep over, I'd want to sleep in her walk-in closet when I would have a sleepover, which is very strange, but I think it tells a lot about me and my love for fashion. That is so sweet. I used to try it on my Mimi's shoes and she had tiny, tiny feet and mm-hmm. she wasn't even my real grandmother. She was an older neighbor that lived next door to my parents. Yeah. They were newly married and my Mimi had never gotten married. She slept in one bedroom. My pappy slept in another. She had a doorbell where she could ring for him. I still don't <laughs> understand. I still don't understand that. She school in a one-room schoolhouse and then she became the first Fort Worth Star-Telegram which was a big newspaper here in Texas uh, as as a writer and she never had children and the woman could dress all the jewelry oh you would have been bonkers I played in her mink stoles all her furs and her shoes Mm -hmm. and her real diamonds and she let me put makeup on her Oh my gosh. She sounds like a wonderful woman and so fabulous. And also I need, I need that bell for me for when I need another glass of wine or something for Will to bring to me. (laughs) Yes, you do. You do. (laughs) Am I going to get to see you in March at the New England Coastal Creative? Yes, I'll be there. We need to get a picture together. I would love that. I, I didn't realize you were in Philadelphia. And so (laughs) then when I, when you told me that, I thought, I wonder if she is going to be she's going to be there. Yeah. I've been um, to it every year that Kim's had it. And I've um, spoken on panels uh, as well. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm bringing a girlfriend with me and she is not, she's not involved in any influencing or mm-hmm. entrepreneurship or anything like that. She's, 
she's my traveling buddy. <laughs> oh, I love that. You, you two all have so much fun in Newport. So that's fun. You're bringing a friend. Yes. Okay. So speaking of that, um, this is one of the very first things I really wanted to ask you about, and it's not relevant to your job, but it is relevant to your job. Yeah. I do think you'd be the perfect person to ask. I would like to get a tan long winter coat and I want to wear it to the new England coastal creative. Oh, okay. Um, so it needs so to be a, it needs to be a wool blend, right? Because it's really cold. It is really cold, but you won't be outside too much because everything um, is in the one building. So unless, you know, you're walking to dinner instead of Ubering, uh, that would be the only time you need it. But there's so many, I mean, personally, as a, a true northerner who's here all the time, a Canada goose jacket, you can't beat in terms of warmth. Um, but you don't need to splurge that much for just one trip, I would say. I have a great... Um, long brown coat from BB Dakota that I love though. Um, I think that's great. And actually Buddy Love, that brand has some affordable, beautiful options too. I would check out. So BB Dakota and what was the other one? Buddy Love. Um, I believe they're based in Texas. Um, they Ooh, have they're some boho. coats. Yeah. Oh, they have sparkle dresses and fur. Yeah, some of their stuff leans a little younger and trendier than my style, but they have some great sweater dresses um, and some great coats that I, I have this one coat from them in three different colors, and I even got it for my mom, too. Is there one particular client that you just want to scream from the rooftops for everybody to know about, and you're just you're just on pins and needles going, not enough people know about you. Like you are amazing. Not enough people know about you. I want to give you an opportunity to, to drop their name. Um, oh, that I feel like is tricky too. Like picking a favorite um, child. What about if I just list a few? Um, so Club and Court is a great client of mine known for their um, apparel on and off the tennis and golf court. They're really, so really great good. stuff. It's like vintage inspired. So check them out. June St. George, of course, we've talked about um, Allie Catherine and her gorgeous bespoke rugs that you can customize with monograms. I even have some with my logos. Jackson Morgan, we've mentioned as well, um, with great cocktails you can make from their concoctions. And they have some new flavors maybe coming out in the future. Ooh. Um, Garland Bags, Lindsay, first of all, if you don't follow Garland Bags on Instagram, you're missing out on lots oh. of laughs because Lindsay's a hoot, but her <laughs> bags so are, funny. isn't She's she so hilarious? Funny. Her bags are made with gorgeous fabrics normally found in interiors. Um, She's so cheeky and fun. I, I love it. I watch all the little reels that she does because for those of you that don't know, Lindsay from Garland Bags does these reels where she gives these stories behind the bag. She gives them like a real name, like mm -hmm. Gwendolyn and gives you like the synopsis of why this bag is named Gwendolyn. What's her drama? What's her feel? <laughs> and it's really cheeky and fun. I don't know. I mean, I, I really want her to be in the same room with me at the same table, drinking the same thing, because I just think that it would be so much fun to be in her presence because she's funny. She's fun. And in person, she is just as 
just as silly. So she's great. Palm Beach sandals. They are sandals still made in Palm Beach by a family owned business uh, made with real leathers. They're really wonderful and comfortable. Um, Elizabeth Wilson, uh, who I know you're a fan of too, with gorgeous clothing um, based in Kentucky. Uh, Cardalina, they are one of my newer clients and they um, have beautiful women's clothing um, inspired by travels. Cardalina means uh, postcard in Italian. Then of oh. course, canvas style, which you are a fan of. All of their jewelry is affordable, like um, starts at $18, but really great quality, which I know Faith, you mentioned too. Yeah. I'm so glad you love their stuff. They um, have some really cute collections for spring that you're going to love. And they're affordable. Mm -hmm. They're totally affordable. I mean, it's crazy because you would think, oh, $18, it's going to turn my wrist green. No, it's not. No. It's, no. I mean, or you think, oh, this is just going to, I wouldn't want to, I could gift that to somebody, but I wouldn't want to. No, you would. It's, yes. <laughs> and uh, at that price, you can buy the necklace that matches the earrings, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yes. I told one of my girl. I mean, I told one of my girlfriends just uh, last Thursday. I went over to her house and she was showing me, she's like, I bought all this cheap jewelry from Amazon. Look at this. And I said, why did you do that? <laughs> I told you to go to Canvas Style and I better go to the website. And I sent her a bunch of links. And so she, she's OCD. So she has to go through and dissect everything and look at every single, she will look at every single product and she will buy a lot. That's the type of person she is, but oh yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So I do this little bit with all the guests and we talk about the paint colors in their homes. Do you know the paint colors in your house? I do. Um, so I had to find my paint chips to remember some of them, but I know, um, my living room and dining room, they are a color called grasshopper. Uh, oh, cute. And that color has not changed. I bought my house, um, when I was, I think 23 years old. And that was one of the first colors I put in and I changed my mind a lot and redecorate all the time, but that those rooms have stayed grasshopper this entire time. I love that color so much. So the uh, green that I see in your pictures mm -hmm. and where you had the Christmas tree and stuff, yes. yep. that's your house. Yes. Girl, I love the curtains in your dining. Is it your dining room or is it your living room? Um, it's our dining room and um, formal living room. They're kind of right next to each other. Well, I'm so glad to know it's yours because it's really, really cute. Thank you. Um, and I use, I love Dana Gibson. Um, I have a lot of her fabrics in my house. So that's what those curtains are. And um, I even have a lot of her decor and, you know, little pieces throughout the house too. Well, I've never heard of her, so I'm going to have to put her on my list and, like, look her up. Danny oh, Gibson? Yes. Dana Gibson. She, Dana. Okay. She creates fabric, well, with, um, is it Fabricut? Or someone she creates her fabrics with. But she's an artist. She started more with ceramics, and then it moved into home decor, and then she has the line of fabrics. Um, she even has a, a collection of rugs with June St. George, actually. Oh, she does? Well, I just started yeah. following her, so thanks for putting her on my radar. I love yeah. You know, different designers and things because you just can't know everybody. Yeah. I mean, um, maybe you probably do. But... <laughs> no. And then downstairs in our um, media room, which is where Will mostly watches football and TV and um, our little bar area, those walls are painted match play 
so that's a, a green as well, but it's a little bit darker than the grasshopper one, um, which makes you know a good a good TV watching room for Will. Um, then my closet is painted sweetie pink. Um, and then what else do I have painted? I have in our guest room um, Dutch tulip. Now, Sweeney Pink and Dutch Tulip mm -hmm. and, and Matchbox, is that what you said? Um, match Play. Match Play. So Sherwin-Williams and HGTV Home are two different lines, even though they're owned by the same company. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense why I don't know those colors because they don't have a color kit. And the colors at Lowe's, even though some of them are the same and they cross over to Sherwin, they're not all on there and they could be a same color but just in a different name, different name. yeah yeah exactly but now i need to i'm really curious about <laughs> this pink color that you have the pink it's a very pale pink um and most <laughs> of my house honestly when you would ask the question before i'm like most of my house is wallpapered like there's very few rooms um that are painted and then even like my closet that's painted that color you really only see it between the shoe shelves because a lot of it's wallpapered. Where did you, where do you like to source, excuse me, where do you like to source your wallpaper? Um, all over, honestly. Um, I love Tebow. I have a lot of Tebow. I love Meg Graff. Um, I have her wallpaper in our office. It's like a chinoiserie. Um, I have Tebow grass cloth downstairs in our bar room. Um, my closet is actually Hello Dobson. Um, I don't even know if she makes clothes anymore, but Blair used to have a clothing line. Um, and I really love this monkey print that she did. So she got it in um, a wallpaper for me. So I put that in my closet. And then I have the New Society social grass cloth in our bedroom. Um, I have Katie Kime wallpaper in one of our guest rooms. Um, I'm trying to think what other wallpapers I have, but Tebow, I love, um, oh, our leopard wallpaper in the kitchen. That might be Tebow or it might be, I can't remember I'm, that one. Off I'm coming to Philadelphia. Head. I need to see your house. It sounds so cute. There's not, oh, enough, there's not enough pictures on your Instagram of your <laughs> house. I need to see more of it. <laughs> you, you can just, you can just tag me in it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I need to see more pictures of your house where did you get there's a dress that you wore oh gosh I'm green and mm -hmm. like a delf blue color on it it looks it had a belt and a lot of buttons it was really cute hmm. I'm trying to think what that would have been it was it it was like a a year ago oh <laughs> I don't know that um <laughs> do you want me to here I'll send it to you okay Thank I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it back to you so you can tell me where you got it. Because li listen, if anybody wants to know what to buy to wear, they need to go to your Instagram because all the stuff you wear is so cute. And your pink tucker nut dress that you have, I have one that's really similar. It's different material. That one's knit. But I have a white one and then I just bought a purple tucker nut dress. I love them. I love a tucker nut. Um, 
their pieces are just so classic and there's a little bit of color with them all and slightly preppy, um, but still fun. So I shop at Tuckernock a lot. Um, other brands I love, obviously Victoria Dunn. I think her pieces are really cute. Mm -hmm. um, I love Smith and Quinn. I wear a lot of Smith and Quinn too. Yes. I just um, about them and their stuff is cute too. Their stuff's really cute. They did um, my bridesmaids dresses. They made a custom print for me and um, you can oh. buy the bridesmaids dresses now. But um, so that was really fun. I've worked with them for a while. I love that. Now, has anybody ever asked you to collaborate and design something with their lines? I have done a few little ones, um, mainly with my podcast. So um, Millie Kate Designs, we have a little tote um, for my podcast. So it's this navy uh, little tote with a pink and green stripe down the center. It's very preppy, very classic. Um so we did that and I'm trying to think and uh, Beth Ladd, we did a little beaded clutch for the podcast too, but just a few, I haven't really done any clothing collabs though. I think you and I need to come up with a short girl clothing line. <laughs> I'm assuming you're short. I don't know. I uh, am. I'm only like five, two. Okay. I'm five, two and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I count every little inch and I like Tucker nut, but what's trending right now is, all those flounces and the flowy dresses and lots of prints and stuff, which I love, mm -hmm. but I've had a clothing line before and I'm oh, like, cool. damn it. I really don't want to start. Just, I mean, I design all the time, but I'm like, Oh gosh, do I really want to go down that rabbit hole. Can I just tell somebody else what to do? Because yeah. I think it'd be so cute. I need to find one that's inspired. It's like a sixties clothing line inspired by sixties, clean lines, really classic. It feels like an Onassis wore it you know oh I, I love that would wear it and yes so I just I love I love those lines so I'm I'm at the bit waiting for Elizabeth Wilson to see what like what are you coming out with <laughs> what's coming up because she's got this really pretty print coming up and I'm, I'm waiting yes I can tell you that off the camera what um what that print is for but she is working on spring too soon um, oh, this dress that you sent me, that dress um, is from an affordable brand. I don't know how to pronounce it, like Bellu or something like that, but it looks a lot like a Zimmerman dress, um, but it actually is much more affordable than Zimmerman. And I think I had either gotten that at the Grove or Tulips. Well, maybe you just need to have a resale shop <laughs> and then, well, no, because you're a lot smaller than me. Dadgummit. <laughs> what am I going to do okay um i'm gonna have to figure something out do you have any advice for the entrepreneurs the young creatives that are coming up and about and they really feel lost and or overwhelmed just to get their feet wet do you have any words of wisdom for them from you know since you are into pr like you're do you have like a classic do or don't like um, I mean, I, like I said before, I think networking is so important. I think no matter what business you are in, uh, networking with other people, other entrepreneurs or, um, who are in the space you want to be in, or just, even if they're in a completely different industry, I think surrounding yourself by good people or, um, accomplished people is really helpful at lifting you up. Um, I also think, you know, 
trying to be nice, um, it, especially in PR, it's kind of a, a cutthroat sort of industry and fashion in general, I feel like, um, but remembering to be nice to people and, um, you know, everything comes back around. So I think that's an important thing too. That's what Julianne Taylor said. She said, just because you think that a community is huge, those communities are small. And if you burn a bridge, you will burn that community. So mind your P's and Q's is what yeah. she was saying. So, yes. So don't start talking smack about a brand because you don't know <laughs> who else could like have hands in that basket and stuff. Exactly. So your recommendation for others is to make sure to connect and collaborate. Mm-hmm whether they're in your field or not, just to be kind to people, put yourself out there. Is there any myths like Instagram myths that we should know about? Who any myths? Um, what about the hashtag myth? There's rumors that, Oh, don't worry about hashtagging anymore or no, you still need to do your hashtags. Honestly, it, it all depends who you ask. I think with social media right now, honestly, I don't think anyone has the answers because it's changing. And I think there's going to be a lot more changes to come. Um, so I would say still use hashtags. We still use them. Um, still use them today because it's not going to hurt you using hashtags right now, at least. Um, but that's always changing. Uh, social media myths too. I mean, I am of the mindset these days of just sort of staying in my lane and doing what I'm doing and not worrying as much about the followers, um, obviously engagement's good, but I think so many people get caught up on that or try to then be something that they're not like with the videos, everyone's saying, you know, that that's sort of where you should be doing is posting videos. But if it's not natural for you to post, um, a, a silly video, then don't do that. I mean, for Lindsay <laughs> of Garland bags, she's really great at that. And that fits her brand because it goes with, she names her all of her bags, like we talked about. But for someone like me, I'm just, that's not my personality is being silly like that. So that wouldn't feel natural. And I feel like it would come across um, not very authentic. So I really think, you know, just finding what your strength is in social media and leaning into that or, or thinking about why your followers actually follow you and leaning into that more than the trends. What if you just don't know? If you don't know why people follow you? I mean, you know why you hope they follow you. But yeah. I, I would th- ask people, like put a poll up on your Instagram stories. I've done that before. I've seen people do that before as well. Um, and, you know, just ask them, be like, why do you follow me? Or even give them a poll of like, do you prefer when I post you know, outfits, or do you prefer when I post my dinner recipes? Um, oh, you have your own focus group right there at your fingertips. Exactly. That's, that's great advice. I never even thought about even doing that. And I have seen, and I also see people and they'll give reminders of their bio, like, Hey, those of you that are new here. And I think, Oh yeah, maybe yeah. people, they want to know who you are. So have you always been comfortable in front of the camera? Or have you just forced yourself to do it because of your life? Yeah, I, I think I've been somewhat comfortable in front of the camera, but it's kind of just come to me, you know, as I've gotten older and more into my career, um, I do a decent amount of TV segments too, which honestly, I think that's way easier than talking in front of a crowd of a hundred people. Um, being on TV for me is not hard personally. Um, 
but it's definitely something that I've gotten used to. I think growing up, I was much more um, quiet and reserved. And while I'm still that, I'm, I just know, you know, how to turn it on when I need to. Um, and I think that's what's important. Maybe some of that is just feeling more confident in your own skin as you, as you grow older and start knowing who you really are. I was going to ask you if you were a serious child and for you to say that you're more quiet and reserved, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I definitely, um, I, I'm an only child. So I think part of growing up, I, always wanted my parents to be proud. So I don't, I don't know if I'd say I was serious, but I definitely, that was, I was conscious of things a lot. Well, it served you well. You're doing (laughs) fabulous. I mean, every single one of your clients like left and right are in magazines or on TV or celebrities are getting their things. So if anybody out there wants some help with their business, they need to reach out to you and peaked PR. And so thank you so much. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm following you. I'm watching you <laughs> and I get to meet you in a couple months. So I'm excited about that. Me too. No, that'll be wonderful to meet in person. I love, you know, putting an actual face behind uh, the person, you know, on Instagram. Is there anything that's going on that you want to promote or you want our listeners to hear about that you have coming up? Um, that's a good question. I mean, you know, just follow along with me, Patricia underscore May with an E underscore Olson. That's my personal Instagram that I mentioned earlier um, or peaked PR and then check out the preppy podcast, which is my podcast every Tuesday. Um, and you know, if you follow along those places, then you'll kind of get the scoop on what I'm working on always. Yes. And I want a tour of your house <laughs> and I need to see a picture of your closet. Okay. I, have to, I have to know where all this stuff is going. <laughs> because you, you have the best wardrobe. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. I know you are so busy and you have a lot on your plate, but I'm glad that I got um, a little moment in the sun with you, or I guess a moment in the clouds because it's looking yucky over our, my, <laughs> It's a little chilly, but we will imagine that it's sunny and we're in Palm Beach or something. Yes. And when you come to Texas, if you do not reach out to me, I'm going to be so angry with you. you better, I'll, <laughs> I will come, I'll come bearing gifts. I'll, I'll bring you a little baby charcuterie and make sure that you've eaten something. Do oh, you I any, love that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any food allergies? Because I cook for everybody all the time. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I don't do like ice cream or milk, but I can do cheese. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> well, everybody has some kind of, you know, something. Well, good to know you can do cheese. Can you do chocolate? Uh, dark chocolate. Okay. Well, these truffles that I get are Ooh. regular chocolate, but oh, they're they so good. <laughs> I know. I mean, I might have to stick it in a container and stick it yeah. in there and then somebody else can eat it in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that I'll be like you'll, you'll just go she swore that they were the best truffles and I'm just gonna sit here and watch you eat them because I can't have them you're so funny oh well thank gosh, you so funny. much for coming on and um anytime that you have somebody that you want me to know about just you know reach out to me okay that sounds great thank you so much Faith you're welcome it was my pleasure